I can't believe it's been 20 years. Most people remember where they were when 9-11 happened on that Tuesday morning. I was in kindergarten. It was my first time ever in public school. I was brand new and trying to navigate this new thing day by day. The whole world was rocked. And as a six-year-old kid about to turn seven that December, I didn't know what was ahead. All I remember is, you know, my school nurse's husband passing away. I remember the the news truck coming to our school to cover the memorial garden. I talk about that a lot in our episode later. You'll hear it. But one of the things that helped me through was a cover of Lee Greenwood's God Bless the USA as heard on Radio Disney by a Christian pop group by the name of Jump 5. That was Radio Disney's way of letting kids know that there was something going on without letting them know something was going on. Letting them know that we were all together as one. What better way to commemorate this and talk about the significance of that than talk with the original VP of programming of Radio Disney from that time, my dear friend, Robin Jones. It's a short but very meaningful chat at that. We will never forget. Thank you. So, 20 years later, how do you feel about how your brand, Radio Disney, dealt with this such a tragedy? I bet none of you expected it, especially in the radio world for kids. Right. Trying to navigate it. You know, the great I feel really good about how we did it. I think we had already built up such a great brand foundation. So we knew what the parameters were. We knew that Radio Disney was supposed to be the safe place. We didn't talk about it. And the reason we didn't talk about it was because we had kids listening from, you know, birth to 16, 17, 18 years old, but some of them, many of them were too young to have those conversations without the presence of an adult. You know, I I don't want to tell a kid something terrible happened and their parents aren't home. So we always felt like those messages needed to be delivered by the parent or the guardian and in the safety of their homes so that they could be there to help explain what had happened. And, you know, so a couple of days prior, you were in New Jersey doing a Radio Disney World Tour event. And it, it must have been really kind of trippy for you to see just a few days prior the New York metropolitan area be this positive, mm-hmm. uplifting environment to this gloomy day just a couple yeah it was shocking later it was totally shocking so tommy ramirez reminded me that our concert was on the 8th so we were in new york city uh, for a few days prior to that meeting with artists meeting with record people 
I had lunch or sorry, I had a dinner at a record executive's house who lived three blocks from the World Trade Center. I had lunch in the World Trade Center with 18s and their management. Um, and then we had the concert in New Jersey on the 8th. As we all know, 10,000 kids, John Bon Jovi even showed up. A great show. Aaron Carter, Jump Five. I can't remember who else. I'm sure you guys do. Oh, Hoku. That was the one I forgot yeah. the other day. Was I was thinking, yeah, she would have been, yeah. Hoku. Um, and it was a great show. It was beautiful. So that was Saturday the 8th. Uh, the 9th, I get on an airplane to go home. Uh, you know, Monday's a normal day. Tuesday morning, I'm driving into the work. And I literally remember where I was, what car I was in. I, ride, I, I gave a ride to someone who worked with me and we were, we still both talk about that, how we remember that second that we heard that uh, news that the first tower had been struck. At that time, we still had people still in New York City. We had artists still in New York City. Hoku was still there and she was so traumatized by it all. Her husband, Jeremy, who was also her manager, um, they finally got a car somewhere and, and she was from Hawaii. They drove to the West Coast eventually and got out. But many of our people were still in New York City. Um, I think 18s may have still been there. I know Aaron was still there. Uh, I remember talking to someone who our sales manager, James Pastor, who was still in New York City at a hotel and I couldn't reach him for a number of days. So it was probably two or three days later. And he said to me, Rob, it's so eerie. He said, you can't hear anything because, of course, all transportation had stopped. So it took us a while to get, you know, our people out. Um, we, had, we had to think about what do we do? You know, air traffic stopped. We had another show that I believe, I believe the next one was canceled i know the next one we held was in dallas do you know if the next one was canceled that that would come came about right because everything because at that point too like the disney parks closed yeah. and everything just sort of stopped the world stopped pretty much and um so the next show we had was in dallas I, and Hoku was by then said, no, thanks. I'm out. Um, so we had to scramble a little bit to figure out what was going to happen. And I do believe that in between that show, the New Jersey show and the Dallas show was when we approached, I approached jump fives manager, Nick Bray, her promo guy at Sparrow and said, Hey, I really would like to see them do God bless the USA because we needed a way to, I guess, address it without saying it. If that makes yeah. sense, you know, give kids who understood what was happening, something to hang on to that was in quote unquote in their language. And they went in the studio and cut it. I think I had it in three or four days. It was super fast. Because I think it started airing that October. Yeah. Wait, quick. It was really fast. Um, so 
Yeah, that I still remember that concert. It gives me goosebumps to think about it. The one in Dallas, because we were all, everyone was a little frightened, but we needed to help people return to normalcy. There was a, you know, kind of a push at that time to, to, to get back to life. You know, we've got kids who something horrible has happened and they need to know life is going to go on. Um, and I don't, it's so interesting because there's so many parallels to what we're living in. Yes. Now. Right now. Isn't that crazy? Gosh. I, I find that so just kind of weird and sort of. Yeah. I, I don't know how we would handle this now because it's such a, it's such a roller coaster, right? It's better. Yeah. It's not better. It's better. It's not better. I can't imagine being a kid right now. And, try to and like, I feel like I feel like the one thing I want to ask you because I because we didn't get to talk about this last time was why jump five? Why did you choose them to do this? And what came through your head to think? Okay, they have to do this specifically. Them. Well, for one thing, they were so pure in apple pie. Mm-hmm. You know, as you can imagine with the artists for Radio Disney, because they became such a brand extension, had to be very careful who we really put our oomph behind. And because they needed to be good ambassadors for um the brand and its wholesomeness and its feelings of, you know, appropriateness for parents and jump five. You, I mean, you just couldn't go wrong with them. They were perfect in that regard. Yeah. They were real kids, but also they, they just exemplified the Disney brand. They were, they were, it was an easy one to say, they'll be great about it. Plus they could sing harmonies. They were relatable to the kids. You know, everybody, we found that artists who were aspirational to the kids, who kids felt like they could aspire to be, you know, they're like me, you know, they wear the same kind of clothes that I like, or they're, they, you know, you, you felt like jump five could be a normal kid. And they 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 instilled values in the kids that other acts didn't. Yes, yes, and there are plenty of things behind the scenes that I've never told you about. That you know, things that happened where we went, oh gosh, now what are we? How are we going to address this? Back here, totally different episode. Yes, (laughs) totally. But I never had that with them. We could do a two part. So, literally, months later, Jump 5 is performing something that you kind of, I don't want to say assigned, something that you, like, spearheaded at the White House. Yeah, isn't that cool? What was that like for you? Well, I mean, for me, look, one of the things I enjoyed in the experiences that I had there and the opportunities that we had as a team were, was to see people um, 
find their true potential. You know, people really excel at what they were good at and people really have some great experiences. And so to see them do that, I didn't take credit for it. I thought it was a wonderful opportunity for them. And they, you know, gosh, how wonderful that they got to do that. Um, yeah. And it's one of their memories that they hold dear. I, they know. I mean, you were in the documentary here, you know, but it's like, that can't be done again. I know. That was really cool. That was really cool. So, so, you know, to wrap things up, like, how do you, how do you feel knowing that you had a part in helping kids sort of, not heal, but sort of deal with this tragedy in such a unique way? Gosh, I... You know, I think the opportunities you're given as a human, you have to do your best to put those to good use and to help others. And I think I'm privileged, I was privileged to have the opportunity to try to help kids deal with it. I was in a place where it wasn't their teacher, it wasn't their parents, it wasn't their church, it was someplace that they spent time with outside of that, that could add to what their family's work was at home. And, you know, I, I feel good about how we handled it. I'm grateful we were able to be there for those kids and try to find a way to make them feel like everything was going to be okay. And I hate to be, kind of saccharine and sappy, but we're here. Yeah, um, right? I'm so glad. But, but, like, but like, you were that, like, of course, living in New York at the time, mm-hmm. that was a big deal for me. And, like, I was a kindergartner. Wow. So, so and, you know, my school nurse's husband died in the tower. So it's like, <laughs> It was super close, like, yeah. How how do you so hearing someone I knew because mm-hmm. you know Jump Five's album had just come out that August, mm-hmm. and it was comforting. Good. So that's why I wanted to talk to you today. Oh, I'm so glad that that. You know, my daughter, I think my oldest daughter is your age. And because she was in kindergarten at the same. No, she might be a little older. I think she was in. Well, I was kept. I was. I was kept back. So I would have been in first grade. Okay. So I think you guys are the same age. And I, you know. 20 kick. Yeah. So I knew firsthand. But I didn't. I didn't live in New York City. I mean, for me, I'm so far away. I can't imagine what it was like for you. So hearing that it helped you is incredibly validating to not only to me, but to the radio Disney team for coming together and trying to figure out what to do. And that's literally, that's literally the reason why I talk to you about all this stuff. Cause as, as a kid, it's like, I couldn't go outside and play that much. So the radio was literally my friend. And 
every every feature you had, every jock you had, was just an extension of friendships that I wanted to have. So to be able to tell you this story and talk to you about it, it means a lot. Oh, it means a lot to me too. Thank you for sharing that. And I'm so happy that we got to talk today, let alone the circumstances that we're talking about, but Mm -hmm. it it needs to be discussed because it was an important time for kids. Mm -hmm. Because it was the first, I think it's the first major news story that I can vividly pinpoint where I was. Yes. Even when you're six years old, really? Yeah. Wow. I mean, you can't, and it's like, at the, like, the, like the next month after, we're, we're literally planting a garden, a memorial garden for my school nurse's husband. Wow. And that was all over the news. So it's like, it's not like when people say that they remember 9 11 and they were born, I'm not discrediting what they remember, but it's like my, my memory is way more vivid than most. And it's, it's so cool, it's so kind of cool to look back at it at this lens with you because you helped many kids heal whether they knew it or not. Oh, but that is a significance in my life journey that I will never live up to. That is really awesome. And I'm so happy that we got to hang out today and just chat because, um, you know, you're always, you're always welcome here. And I, I consider you a friend of the show and it's, I'm so happy that we got to chat today. 